today on Kingdom Rock Radio. I don't want the trash. Praise the Lord. I don't want the trash. I don't want the negative. Give me something that glorifies the Lord. Hallelujah. Fill my heart up with that. Hallelujah. You need people around you that's going to affirm you, that tells you who you are in Christ. Tell you that you're going to make it. Tell you that everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Well, on today's broadcast, you're going to hear part number three of the series entitled The Golden Compass. Today's title is The Way of the Trash Collector. Wow. That's right. The Way of the Trash Collector. We had a great time today in a word, and I know that you're going to richly enjoy the message today. I can't wait for you to hear it. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for the, another opportunity to bring forth your word. Thank you, Lord, that we can all gather around your word as a family and hear from you. Lord, we ask you today to take us into the word of God, to transport us there. And uh, so that we can see things and smell things and hear things that we've never experienced before. Lord, we, we are believing you for another supernatural experience. Now have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, let every heart say amen. amen. All right. Well, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of James. The book of James. James, the third chapter. <clears throat> And as you know, we're in a series entitled The Golden Compass, The Golden Compass. And uh, last week we spoke from the subject, from the subject of uh, how to turn your life around. And this will be somewhat of a part two of that. But today we'll, we will actually speak from the subject of the way of the trash collector. Ask your neighbor, are you a trash collector? Y'all didn't do it. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. Ask them, are you a trash collector? We will find out today. We will find out today. James, the third chapter. We're going to do a little bit, a little bit of reading here. Um, we went over a, quite a bit last week. And uh, CDs are available here on the table. And uh, the messages are also available online. If you haven't heard last week's, you can either grab a CD here. The CDs, of course, are free of charge. Grab one, take it home, listen to it, um, meditate on it, share it with a friend. And, uh, of course, if you have an online connection, you can hear it online. And if you have the Kingdom Rock app, which is now over 1,300 installs strong. Isn't that wonderful? Worldwide, over 1,300 and growing. It's just amazing how it is still growing. And uh, it is phenomenal. So if you have the Kingdom Rock app, of course, it is there as well. As long with, uh, as long, um, along with Wednesday night's message entitled, uh, The Holy Spirit and You, Part 2. The Holy Spirit and You, Part 2, The Third Dimension. Uh, that's also available on the, um, on the table over there free of charge and also on the Kingdom Rock app. So if you have, if you're not out for Wednesday night Bible study, come on out. That's what we're, we're learning about the, uh, the Holy Spirit and you as the, as the title indicates. So come on out if you can get a chance. Those of you that are coming, are you getting blessed by that series? I'm telling you, we're going to really get into it even more so. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, Sunday school. Let me give another plug uh, for Sunday school. Uh, Sunday school is rich. It's a very rich word, very rich word. As we're continuing there in the book of Romans, as Pastor Sumiko is continuing in the book of Romans, and they talk about a lot. I was shocked this morning, even more so, 
as I was listening online there in my office. So it's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. And I pray that you will all be, uh, get a chance to experience that. All right. James, the third chapter. <clears throat> it starts like this. I'll be reading out of the King James Version today and also out of the uh, NIV as well today. So those of you that have your uh, Android devices or your tablets, notebooks, iPads, U-pads, Q-pads, whatever you got. Or just your regular paper Bible, which I love. Uh, just be ready to read along with me. Uh, the King James Version, James, third chapter, uh, verse one reads like this. My brethren, be not many masters or teachers, knowing that we shall receive a greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If a man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man or complete or mature and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth. You remember me drawing that horse last week? I know some of you want me. Thank you, Deaconess. I know you want me to draw it again this week. I might do it. We'll see. Uh, but that message is also available online in videos. So if you want to see that video, you can. It says, uh, behold, rather verse three, behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. Behold, also the ships, which uh, though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm or what's another word for helm? Rudder. Very good. Uh, wheresoever the governor listeth or wherever the pilot decides to go with it. Verse five. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Now, this is where we're going to go into the NIV because I love the wording, the rich wording of the NIV here. And it uh, gives you a little bit greater understanding. Verse five out of the NIV. We'll wait for Connie to get that. Praise the Lord. We want to read this out of the NIV. And of course, you can read along with me uh, in your King James Version, if you will. This is great. Verse five says, likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body. But it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Now, verse five tells you about the really the power, the infectious power of the tongue. Now, all of you got one. I won't ask you to show your neighbor yours, but you you have one. You should see it every time you brush your teeth. OK. Don't look at me like that. Okay, this tells you of the power that's in your tongue. A little spark can cause the whole forest to burn down. Isn't that right, Deborah? Isn't that right, Curator? Just a little spark. Verse 6, it says, the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. The tongue is the most destructive member of your body. Or it can be the, the part of your body that brings the most life. Here's, okay. It says again, um, verse six, the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body or it can corrupt the whole body, set the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. Pretty strong language, isn't it? But I want you to notice again the power of the tongue. It says that it is able to corrupt the whole body. The tongue. 
Not necessarily what you do with your hands or where your feet take you or what you think. It says your tongue can corrupt your whole body. Your tongue can affect your whole body. Verse number two tells us that uh, when the tongue, the tongue is like of the, the, the bridle. If you're able to bridle your tongue or bridle your mouth, you'll, you'll be able to control the whole body. Okay. If you can control that mouth, you can control that body. Turn, tell your neighbor that if you can control your mouth, you will control your body. Oh, my Lord. Some of you had a lot of passion when you said that. I don't know what I, what we unleashed in here today. It says it corrupts the whole body. Listen, sets the whole course of one's life. Isn't that something? Here again, we're talking about the golden compass and, and setting the course of the, or the direction of your life, the future of your life. King James says it sets the course of your, of the nature. Uh, it is, nature is also interpreted life. Your tongue, the words that you say, can set the course of your entire life. Which direction will you go in? North? I hope you were all going up. I hope we're not going south, going down. Some of us have been traveling east and west for too long. We're still in the same area doing the same thing on side to side, but we're not going up. The tongue helps us to go up, to rise higher in life. Okay. All right. Now, I want you to notice something. Notice what it says in verse number six. It says that it corrupts the whole body. Now, turn with me to the book of Matthew, Matthew, the 15th chapter. Let me show you, show you a little bit of truth as it relates to this. And then we're going to go further. We've got a lot to see today in just a short period, period of time. One man said, we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Run, old bandit, run. Are y'all still with me today? I need your help. I need your help today. I need your help. So Matthew, the 15th chapter, verse number 18 says, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the what? That's right. Come from the heart. The things that proceed out of the mouth that come out of the mouth, they come from the heart. We need to consider the source. Okay. He says here, and they defile the man. Verse 19. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, Thefts, uh, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. You can read the whole uh, case there. But this is the point we want to bring out that those evil things that we do, it starts from the heart coming out of the mouth. And that's what wrecks us. Are you hearing what we're saying? Let's go back to uh, James 3 again. It says verse number 6, The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body. But it's not, the Scripture is telling us plainly, it's not just what's in your mouth, it's what's in your heart that will spring forth out of your mouth that will bring corruption or that can bring lasting change. Are you hearing me? If we had someone to follow you around all week, with a recorder, I wonder what we would hear. (laughs) 
Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Actually, we don't even have to do that. Because your life is a reflection of what you've been saying. I can't get no talking here. We'll get to it just a little while. Verse number seven out of the NIV goes again, James third chapter. It says all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are uh, being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. You've seen Shamu down there. Woo, go Shamu. They have been tamed by mankind. Isn't that right? But no human. Now, this is truth. Let this be settled in your heart. Okay. This is truth. This is a fact. Say fact. This is fact. Verse eight says, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. That is fact. Okay. You cannot tame your tongue. If it gets in your mouth, you're going to shoot it out. Okay. Under the right pressure, circumstances, it's coming out. It's coming out. You want the world to know. It's coming out. It's coming out. Are you hearing what we're saying to you? If it's in the mouth, it's going to come out. You cannot tame it. Okay. The power to contain or rather to uh, tame your tongue is you don't have it. You don't have it. If it's in there, it's going to come out. Okay. You may be able to hold it for a moment, but you won't be able to shackle it. It is going to come out. In other words, you don't have the, you don't have a permanent locking mechanism over your mouth. Try it. Tell somebody you're not going to say that again. Under the right circumstances, when you're squeezed, under the right thing, when you're squeezed, it will come out. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Oh, some of you looking mighty strange today. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Verse 9, it can be. Verse 8, it can be. Verse 9 says, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Verse 10, out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. Here's the problem. My brother Brothers and sisters, this should not be. Okay? So although it is a fact that you cannot tame your tongue, but at the same time, it is also a fact that you can do something about it. He says this thing should not be. We shouldn't be blessing God one moment. And now he's talking about church people now. I love this. He's not talking about people in the world. You can be hard pressed to find somebody out there that's shooting and snorting and, and cussing and rooting and tooting and all this other stuff. You can find it hard pressed to hear them praising God, praising God. And then the next moment cursing somebody out. No, he's talking about folk up in the church on Sunday morning. Oh, bless you, Jesus. I love you. Woo! I bless you, Jesus. Woo! And then the next moment, blip, 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 blip. 
My brothers and sisters, this ought not be. Scripture says, are you hearing what I'm saying? I hope I'm coming right down your neighborhood, right down your street. He said, this ought not be. Verse 11 says, can both fresh water. Now he's talking about the source here. Okay. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? King James says fountain. Can they both flow out of the same spring? Verse 12, my brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a uh, grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring or fountain produce fresh water. Can't happen. Talking about the source. If the source is contaminated, what's going to come out of it? Contaminated water, contaminated stuff. If the source is salty, salty water is coming out of it. If the source is fresh, freshness is going to come out of it. Are you hearing? Consider the source. Now let's go on our trail. We said all that to start right in here. And I'm so glad that you're still with me here today. And nobody ran out. Go to the book of Luke, Luke 6. Luke 6. I want to have a good time today. I want to have a good time today. Praise the Lord. Luke the 6th chapter. Luke 6th chapter. Well, look at that one verse here, verse number 45, Luke 6, verse 45. We've not come today to condemn anyone, but we've come today to inform you, to help us to turn our life in the right direction. Now, if you like the way your life is going in all areas and you want to continue to go that way, then just close up your ears. But if you want change and need change, I do. Then you need to hear what's being said. That kind of hurt. I think I need to stretch a little bit, Tashi. I don't know. I think I maybe. Just... Praise the Lord. Luke 6, verse 45. Are you there? It says, A good man, say it with me, consider the source. All right, now let's, 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 let's have a party now. Let's have a party. It says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth that which is what? That which is good. And an evil man out of the treasure, out of, uh, rather, out of his, out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is what? Evil. For out of the abundance, say abundance three times. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. All right. Consider the source. If you are a good man, you'll have good treasure. Evil man, you'll have what? Evil treasure. Okay. You determine what it is. Now, let's go to our board. This is exciting. All right. Here we go. This is a good man. All right. And he has his treasure box right next to him, right? That's a little treasure and the straps go over like that. That's his treasure box, right? All right. And over here on this, in this corner, we have the other man, the evil man. He got his little horns there. And uh, he, he's kind of, eh, I don't know. Eh, okay, here we go. And he has his treasure box over here as well. All right, little knob there. 
All right. They got their treasure boxes. All right. Isn't that something? Look at what it says here. It says again, verse 45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart. Now, treasure, the word treasure talks about the word treasure. E-A. The word treasure talks about um, storehouse. Say storehouse. It talks also about a warehouse. Not Miss Ware's house, but warehouse. It also talks about a treasure, treasure E. Did I spell that right? I did. All right. Treasury, okay. So when you see treasure, think about the word storehouse. Think about the word warehouse. We got a good uh, example of warehouse over there, don't we? Think about the word warehouse. Think about the word treasury. Okay. Now, this is where a person would collect things that, uh, that they like. You're not going to put anything in your treasure box that you don't like. Okay. What a uh, critter said, you're going to put some money in your treasure box. He said he put some, he have a Bible in his treasure box. Okay. And we can have a lot of things in our treasure boxes, right? You're going to collect the things that you like for your treasure box. Okay. Understand something. The, the uh, treasure, let me give some definition so we can go ahead with this. Okay. So we can be on the same page. Here again, treasure talks about storehouse, treasury, talks about warehouse, uh, the place in which good, in which good and precious things are collected and laid up. Would you agree with that? Good and precious things are collected and laid up. The word abundance means overflow. Abundance means overflow. That which is left over, it means the residue. Or we can say the abundance is that which will not fit in your treasure box. Or that which will not fit in your warehouse. Okay, you have an abundance. You can't control it anymore. Now, the word abundance also tells us this. The word abundance tells us that you have a limited amount of space. Now, we're talking about, it says, of the abundance of the heart, right? Let's go here for a moment. The abundance of the heart, which means that there is only so much space that is in your heart, up, down, left, and right. It is not an infinite amount of space. There's only so much that you can contain. Okay? We can say this way in the negative sense. There's only so much wrong that you can take from anybody before you open up and let them have it. You say, I had it up to here. I had it up to here and I can't take it no more. Y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Y'all going to make me act a fool. I'm taking it as much as I can. I can't hold it anymore. I can't hold my peace. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Right? I can't take it. You've only, you can only endure so much before what's in your heart comes up out of your mouth and comes out. Now, treasure is oftentimes, especially in the olden days and now, people have walls, safes, and all these things. When you find something that you treasure, you hide it away, right? 
In the Old Testament especially, they would have treasure rooms. If you were rich, you had a treasure room. But if not, you just dug a hole and you hid it. Just like the man there in the book of Matthew, I believe the 25th chapter, the Lord gave him a talent and he went and dug a hole and hid it in the earth. This was his treasure. He was hiding it away, something valuable. He hid it away. Now, this is also a warning to us because there's only so much wrong we can be able to hold in our heart without anybody finding out about it. Sooner or later, if we keep pushing it in, pushing it in, pushing it in, pushing it in, nobody see what I'm doing. Nobody see what I'm doing. I'm going to hide over here. Nobody see what I am doing. Nobody see. Nobody. But sooner or later, something going to stick out. And they're going to wonder what in the world. I didn't know you did that. I didn't know that happened because there's only so much space that the heart can contain. Hallelujah. Oh, I think somebody's getting it already. This is why the Bible declares in Proverbs, the fourth chapter, Proverbs 4.23, it says, above all else, guard your heart, for out of it are the wellsprings or the issues of life. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Now, how can we guard our heart? And what are we guarding our heart from? What gets in our heart? As we said before, the things that you say can get in your heart. The uh, things that you that you continually say gets in your heart and the things that we allow others to say about us that we hear and receive can get in our heart. Right. Things we watch on television, things we watch on the Internet, the things that we uh, read in newspapers or magazines. All these things can get in our heart. And once they get in your heart, there's only so much of it that you can contain or there's only so many pallets that you can contain in your warehouse. Then after all, after after you filled up all your space and you can barely walk through it. You can barely walk through it. Everybody will know what you've been taking in because we'll see it in your parking lot. (laughs) Everybody know what you got then. We can hide it in the warehouse. But after all, there's only so much space. There's only so much area that we can contain stuff. Then after a while, if we if it continues to be there, it'll be all out where everybody can see it. Turn your name, tell him you don't want the bad to come out. So what we do, we need to stop putting the bad in. Are you hearing? Matthew 12, Matthew 12, verse number 34. Now we, we really get into, really get into it now. Are y'all still with me today? I'm still trying to just set you up. Matthew 12. Verse number 34 and 35, the Lord says this. Old generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Same thing. He said the good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Again, your warehouse, your storehouse, your treasury is filled with the things that you like and that are like you. Now, here's the thing. We really want to get into this. What's in your treasure house? What's in your treasure house? What's in your heart? It is filled with things that you like and things that are like you. Okay, let's settle that whether it's good or bad things that you like. 
and things that are like you. A good man has good treasure, an evil man has evil treasure. Treasure That's like him. We are the treasure or, or rather we are the treasure hunters or collectors. You are. We will seize and hold to or hold on to the things that make us feel valuable or the things that we think are valuable or we think are uh, things that make us feel comfortable and things that we know are true. We will collect those things. We will collect the valuable things in our heart. Hear me now. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. Don't make me do a cartwheel. Hear me. You will collect the things in your heart that you feel are valuable. The things in your heart that make you comfortable. The things in your heart that you know are true. Whether these things are positive or negative, they will gravitate to you. If all you, if all your life you've heard that you're no good so and so, and when somebody else says it ten years later, those words will gravitate to your heart and they will stick. Okay? You will collect the trash. As long as you believe the trash about you, you'll collect it no matter what the source is. And if we collect trash, guess what's going to come out? Trash. But it's because we think, we feel internally that it's, that it's true. It's true about us. I'll never go anywhere. I'll never do anything. Maybe I am stupid. Maybe this and maybe that. And, and when someone else says it, it reaffirms what, what we already feel in our heart. It, in other words, another pallet is loaded in, another pallet is loaded in. Then after a while, what comes out of our mouths, especially when we're in a dark area of our lives? Maybe I am. Maybe I won't go anywhere. You say, why are you saying that? Of course you are. Of course you're going to do great things for God. But they're pushing out a pallet of, I'm stupid. I won't go anywhere. And what you're hearing is a small sampling of what's in the heart. Because before they were able to contain it, to hold it back. But now so much of it is coming in and now it's coming out. And where's the course of the life going? Toward the speech. Are you hearing? Oh, this is good stuff. I'm, I'm preaching better, better than you're clapping or anything right now. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. I'm getting something out of this, Lord, today. I'm telling you. All right, now listen to this. You are the one, you are the one that does the filling of your heart. It is you. No one else can take credit for what's in your heart but you. You are the collector of the possessions that are in your heart. You have collected them. Everything that is there. Everything that is there. Like we said, if someone were to follow you around all week with a tape recorder or a digital recorder and listen to what you said, and they recorded it and then they played it. We played over the sound system and we all heard what you said. What we hear mostly negative things, groaning and mumbling and complaining. Oh, what we hear positive things over the speaker. What would be uplifted? Or what we feel depressed and down. These words here again, as James said, the book of James third chapter, these things, these words are coming forth out of your mouth and they determine the course of your life. So if you're having doom and gloom, if things are never going well for you, they're never, they're always the same mess. I'm always in the same position It's because you've been picking up a lot of trash. 
Say, when I go around this person, they're always negative. They never have anything good to say. Always doom and gloom. They've been picking up a lot of trash. And what you've got to say is, I'm, don't back your trash truck up into my heart. No, I refuse that delivery. I don't want the trash. Praise the Lord. I don't want the trash. I don't want the negative. Give me something that glorifies the Lord. Hallelujah. Fill my heart up with that. Hallelujah. You need people around you that's going to affirm you, that tells you who you are in Christ. Tell you that you're going to make it. Tell you that everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Tell you that God has got your back. That tells you, don't give up. You're halfway there. God's got your back. Hallelujah. You need these people to begin to pour into your life and not all the others. Tell your neighbor, I'm not a trash collector. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But again, if we go around your life and all we hear is trash, you have been. But today we can decide to get all that stuff out of our lives. You wonder why trashy people hang around you? Tell them, Deborah. They dump. That's right. We let them dump that trash. Okay. But today is the day we got to say no, no more. Because nobody can take the credit for what's in your heart but you. You are the one that fills your heart. You're the one that fills your heart. Now, the warehouse or, or the heart, the warehouse, the treasury does not, as we said before, it does not have an unlimited amount of space. It will, you will reach a full point. And after you reach a full point, when the same material is pushed in, it's going to push other material out. Hallelujah. Let's talk a little bit about application. Then we're going to be done today. So during stressful times, when you are squeezed, if we had a container here, we had a, a glass. Let's say we had a, um, a squeeze bottle. Okay. Anybody seen a squeeze bottle before? Let me get mine out here. Here we go. Got my purple squeeze bottle out right here. You see my purple squeeze bottle? I have filled it with water. Okay. It is filled with water. And as I pop the lid, psst, as I pop that lid. And if I take my squeeze bottle and if I aim it straight at Deborah's face and I have water in it and I squeeze it. Now, Deborah has all this water all over her face. She's sitting in the splash zone today. Praise the Lord. What happens now? When I squeezed it, a little bit more is coming out. When I squeezed it, I'm changing the volume of it. I'm telling it, now you have less space to occupy, right? When you're squeezed. So the container was able to hold it when it had more volume, right? But when we are squeezed, you're forcing something out, right? So in bad things, hold on, let me take a sip. Oh, that's good. All right. Here, Critter, you can have the rest of that there. Here, you can have, you can have the rest of it. Here you go. Here, you can have it. Thank you. That was good and refreshing. Once we are squeezed in life, anybody ever been squeezed before? 
getting a lot of pressure if you're in school. You're going to have to take a lot of tests. Test this week. Test the next week. Got to learn this. I got to learn that. Then I've got practice and this and that and the other. So many things happen and you get squeezed in life. You get squeezed in life. You get squeezed in life. And all this pressure is on you. You feel like you can't take it anymore. You're about to explode. And then somebody comes around you and accidentally steps on your toe. And boy, you let them have it. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah. Now, you've already been squeezed, right? And what's in you is now coming out of you. Why I say we don't need an x-ray machine. We don't need a Holy Ghost x-ray machine to find out what's in here. All we got to do is listen to what comes out of here. Isn't that right? And what comes out of the mouth will determine your course. Are you getting this today? What's coming out of your mouth? Ask your neighbor, what's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? My, my, my. Are you a trash collector? Some say, no, no, I am not. Well, again, if we followed you around, what would we hear? Not what you say within the church, what you say at home around your family. What do you say when you're by yourself going down the road and somebody cuts you off? Are you hearing me? When you're riding down the road and a big truck about to, and you're riding in a van and a, and a big truck, is, it looks like it's about to run right into you. What comes up? You say that was true then, but I'm, I'm different now. Are you hearing? When you're building a wall or you're building something and you, the nail rather than a hammer hits your finger, hits your thumb, blue, 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 what comes up? Are you hearing me? What comes up is, remember the source. It came from the treasure of your heart. Say, I, oh, I didn't know I did that anymore. Well, it came forth out of your inventory, out of your warehouse. Okay? And when the right amount of pressure is applied, it will come out. Now, here again, by the, by the, by the, by the, uh, by the same token, if when you're under extreme pressure, you say, bless the Lord, it's going to be all right. Praise God. Praise God. It's all right. It's all right. They talk about, talk about me like I'm a dog, but it's all right. Bless the Lord. I will pray for them. Bless the Lord at all times. I will praise the Lord. His praise will continually be in my mouth. I will bless him, bless him, bless him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you've got some good treasure in your heart. Oh, you, or you're crazy either way. Are you hearing? You've got some good things in your heart. It comes up and it's natural. It just comes to you. You're not trying to look around and see who's behind you, who's on left or right. I bet not. No, no, no. This is you. Okay? True reflection. Give me another five minutes. Ask your neighbor. You got another five minutes. <laughs> Kelly got 10. Good. Now understand this. So listen, let's stop making excuses about what's coming out of our heart. A lot of people said, well, if they wouldn't act like this and I wouldn't say this. Right. 
Blame the television, the blaming the internet, blaming family, friends, the boss. If, if my boss wouldn't act like that, boss wouldn't say that, then I wouldn't do this. No, you are the collector. You control the gates. You control what you see. You control what you hear. You control it. It's you. You control what you think. Say, Lord, I'm not going to think that. I'm not, I refuse to think that. I refuse that in Jesus' name. When that UPS truck backs up, doop, 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 you can say, you can either sign for the package, and this package can say you never do anything, you never do well, you never be anybody. You can sign for that package and put it in your warehouse if you want to, but that mess will just keep coming up, and that's going to steer your life. Oh, when that doom and gloom comes, say, no, I reject this. I will not receive that. I will not receive that. Okay? And then you can begin to pour in good things in your life. As you begin to come to church, what are you doing now? You're receiving the good. You're receiving the good packages now. Hallelujah. Your warehouse is getting those good deliveries. As you read your Bible, you're getting those good pallets in. Praise the Lord. As you're hearing the, uh, the messages on CD or DVD, you're hearing the word of God. Good pallets are coming in. Good pallets are coming in. It's filling your warehouse. And then when the walls constrict again under pressure, what's going to come out? The good. And then whatever comes out of you changes your direction. Did you get that today? Whatever comes out of your mouth changes your direction. Are you hearing? Whatever comes out of your mouth will change your direction. It would either help speed you along or um, take you in a way that you don't want to go. Now, again, the Bible declares in Matthew 12, 37, it says, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, or by your words you will be condemned. By what you say. The Bible says in uh, Hebrews 11, 13, 11, uh, verse 3, it says that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, I love this. This is powerful. As we begin to close here, the words were framed. The word world, or rather the word frame here talks about an orderly arrangement of things your life will be ordered by what you say your life is ordered by what you say we know how to treat you by what you say hallelujah we know how to respond to you because of what you say if kind words come out of your mouth, then we will be drawn to you. Oh, you're so kind. Oh, I just love being around you, Pastor Miko. Oh, you're so, you're so good. You're so kind. I don't want to talk to Pastor today because I know he, but, you know, but I talk to you, Pastor Miko. I'm not mad at you. Daddy not mad. Praise the Lord. Sometimes mama will give you a soft shoulder to cry on. Praise the Lord. Y'all ain't talking to me. That's why you need mama and daddy. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. But here again, you know, but if curses are going out of our mouth all the time, you're not going to hang around that unless you are full of that. And if you're full of that, you will like that. Now, here's the things you're going to check up on. What do you like to watch? Other than Connie, what do you like to watch? 
Okay. What do you, what do you turn to? And what's on that? Okay. What music do you like to listen to? Now I'm not talking about people around you. I'm talking about when you by yourself. When you're scrolling up your Facebook, what post do you like to like? Uh huh. Um, what do you find yourself being pulled toward? Okay. Angry birds. No. Okay. Come on. What do you find yourself? Now I'm trying to help you and we're almost done. I'm trying to help you. Come on. Go with me. Come go with me. You'll find out what's in your heart. What you're putting in your heart by the things that you call entertainment in the places where you spend your time and the things that you begin to dwell on the most. My daughter did a wonderful project and on her project it says, um, you are what you behold, I believe. You are what you behold or you are what you look at. Your life will begin to turn in that direction. Are you hearing me? So do you want your life to turn in that direction? You say, no, but I'm drawn to it. I'm, I'm drawn. I, 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 my finger just keep going to the, uh, these buttons on my computer or my fingers just keep, it keep going to them channels. I know I don't need to be, to be watching that. I, I know I need to be watching that, but there's something in me that's drawn over there. There's something in your warehouse that's acting like a magnet that is attracting the rest to you. Are you hearing? So again, whatever's in your heart will come out of your mouth and whatever comes out of your mouth determines the direction of your life. If you want to go another direction, change what's in the heart. Spend more time putting in good things and the more good you put in. Remember, you only have so much space in your heart. I only have so much space in this heart. The more good you put in, the more bad will have to go. Plain physics, right? The more good you put in, the more bad has to go. Just like we had these glasses of water here, glass of Kool-Aid, right? And the glass of uh, just plain of water. We pour that water into that glass of Kool-Aid. We keep on pouring in. We keep on pouring in. After a while, all the Kool-Aid will be out of the other, right? And we'll just have two clean glasses. There's only so much. So this is giving hope to someone. There's only so much space that's in your heart. The more you begin to speak the word of God of your life, the more you begin to uh, continue to do those good things, it's going to push those old things out because there's only so much space in you. Right? And what comes out of you will determine your direction. I pray you heard the word of God today. We're done in Jesus' mighty name. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you get that? Did you understand that? Hallelujah. 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 Well, today, because you were here, you got a bonus palette of good stuff. Say, I got that. I received that into my warehouse. Now let's put some more stuff in your warehouse. Say with me, Father, I thank you that I am a child of God. I am beloved and I am accepted. I am intelligent. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. 
I'm blessed. I have been healed by the stripes of Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I receive power, the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm going places. I'm going higher. I thank you that I'm debt free. I decree it. I declare it. No matter what it looks like. I'm debt free. I'm prosperous. I'm wealthy. I'm healthy. And I will do the works of Christ. In the earth realm. Because the Holy Spirit. Lives in me. Thank you father. Thank you father. Thank you father. In Jesus name. Now give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. 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 We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.